0: Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Dr. Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Dr. Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it. Dr. Bibi, don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast, To Be Honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around and me and my co-host will show you exactly how it's done. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Bibi, And this is Emily Barnard. And you are
1: listening to... To be honest, and this is now our second episode. Um, If you've missed our show from last week, don't worry. You can always find it again on Spotify, Podbean, and Dr. BB's website, www.drbarbarkiao.com, D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com.
0: Well, thanks for that, Emily. And guess what? Some good news. We are going to be on iTunes as well, starting next week. Exciting. So, yes, definitely. So, now let us connect to each other and the energy, to be honest. I want us to take a few minutes to really plug into the greater energy of the universe. Whatever that you want to connect to, it could be higher intelligence, nature divine god and each other so you may wish to put your hand on your heart unless you are driving or uh, operating heavy machineries so let us take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe now feel your heart and imagine us all wherever that you may be listening to, be honest, connected to a unified field of golden light. All is well. And you are safe. And so it is. Okay, how does that feel, Emily?
1: Yes, I definitely feel present and um, grounded.
0: Thank you for that. No, Thank you. So glad to hear that, Emily. So last week, uh, we said we are going to talk COVID-19. And with the lockdown, isolation and social distancing, I'm sure it has stirred up quite a lot of uncomfortable feelings in us. Well, I know I, I have. So maybe we could start by examining what are some of these feelings, shall we? Yeah, that's a great idea. And I'm
1: in Melbourne, as we said last week, so we are facing the toughest lockdown of anybody in Australia at the moment. And I have to say, compared to the first lockdown, it it just feels really different. The first one was kind of a little bit exciting, different, just because nobody had ever experienced anything like that before. And so I think it, it felt, oh, this is kind of interesting. So let's just go with it and let's do something different here and so you know i was doing finding a lot of different recipes to cook i was working out a lot at home and with this second lockdown the feelings are not the same at all i feel it feels a lot more isolated it feels i don't have the motivation i did before the motivation to work out the motivation to learn something new And so I just, it's just something that we as humans need to have. So the loneliness is definitely up there, even for me, Mm -hmm. living with my wife. I'm really missing connecting with my friends and even just going to the gym on a daily basis and seeing familiar faces and having that, that connection. And I'm really missing that.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Emily. And for me... I also, well, in the beginning for me, I didn't feel that much loneliness. I do feel a sense of aloneness. I was living, uh, well, I still am, living on my own and I don't have any pets. So with the isolation, um, I think right now we are coming into what? Six months nearly, isn't it? By the end Mm -hmm. of September, And a lot of people also mentioned to me, loneliness is one of the major feelings that people are feeling right now during the pandemic. So I would like to take this opportunity to explain the difference between aloneness versus loneliness.
1: Okay, I think that would be really helpful because a lot of people might think, oh, there's no difference between aloneness and loneliness, but... I think it would be good if you describe the difference
0: between the two. Yeah, because I find that uh, a lot of people don't realize that. They think they are the, it's the same thing. Because I'm sure that we have all experienced the feeling of loneliness, even when we are in a room with hundreds of people. Have you experienced that before, Emily? Oh, quite
1: often, because I am good. an introvert. right? And I can be in a room of 50 people. And feel mm. completely lonely. Yes.
0: Would you like to share more about that? Why do you think that is?
1: I think because it's hard for me to go up to different people and just start uh, connecting with them. Yeah. And I tend to, I've, I've taught myself as I've got older yeah. to be a bit more extroverted. It's something I've had to work really hard at. Yeah. But my first instinct is to walk in a room full of people and to stand back because I don't want to put myself out there. That's an, that's what I would love to be able to do, but I can't do that. So I've taught myself how to be a little bit more extroverted, but I think, you know, especially when I was younger, Uh I would just feel, I guess in a room full of people disconnected Mm. and lonely because Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, it wasn't in my nature to be able to go up and just start to be part of the group.
0: Well, that's interesting because (laughs) you must be training yourself very well, because from the very beginning, from the very get go that I met you, we are in a room of, uh, with a lot of people. It was a a charity function. And I remember, I think I approached you though, but that is fine because like, I definitely, you don't show as if like, you didn't want to talk to me or. Well, that's a good sign. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. For me, I don't have a problem with that because I'm an extrovert. However, I do realize during this pandemic, when I spend so much time on my own, I realize that I could be both.
1: Yeah, I very much enjoy my own company. Um, I I need a lot of downtime. So I, I probably need more than you do. I you know i can spend hours by myself and it's fine with me yeah. but i think and that's i think another difference between the first lockdown and the second for me is it didn't bother me to spend all that time alone but mm. now it's starting to get to me having mm. all this time by myself i really want to be able and maybe it's the fact that i can't go yeah. see people you 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 kind of you always want what you can't have
0: <laughs> i don't know yeah, well, it's human nature, isn't it? Or oh, I think that because it's been a long time. It's, it has it, been. Right. So for you, obviously, it's enough. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And it's time to to get connected with some more people other than my wife, isn't it?
1: Yes. And even Denise said to me the other day, I think I need to go to the grocery store soon. I said, why? I, I do all the shopping. And she said, I need to see other people.
0: <laughs> It is only normal, my dear. I recently read an article written written by Elizabeth Yuko. In her article, she shared another article that she read in Mind, Body, Green, written by Dr. Margaret Paul. And Dr. Paul explained... Loneliness is the feeling you get when you want to connect with someone, such as your partner, and either there is no one to connect with, like me right now, or your partner is unavailable for connection. So, remember last week I talked about the true heroes for me are the people that are on the front line helping the patients in hospitals and all that, and even our policemen, they're doing such a great job. And I'm sure that a lot of them have to isolate themselves from their families so that they don't pass a COVID to their children or their parents. They could easily feel very lonely after a hard day's work. It's when the social contact you have at a given time isn't fulfilling for you anymore that's when we feel lonely.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, that makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Absolutely. And so the key is that you could spend most or all of your time alone but not feel lonely. Or you could be constantly surrounded by people and experience loneliness most of the time. So the two main differences, one is basically physical form, right? Being alone. Highly recommended because during your downtime is the time to reflect on our own thoughts. So understanding the difference between the two alone and loneliness could definitely help our listeners better to cope with their current situation in these volatile times.
1: I think that sounds like, uh, like really good information. And I think it could help me too, because I'm in the midst of it as well. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since we're talking about feelings, right, and feeling lonely is uncomfortable. Last episode, I explained about the connection between mind, body, and soul. Here, we're going to talk more about the mind and also the body. Feelings. All human beings are meant to feel all emotions. And I mean, no yes. exception. Yep. Yep. The unfortunate thing is that we cannot, and I repeat, we cannot select certain feelings to feel and then not feel other feelings. We just can't do that. If we decided to shut down the feeling of loneliness or pain or hurt or whatever uncomfortable feelings that we don't want to feel, that means once we shut down those not feeling those feelings, we also shut down the happy feelings. Right. And I think, I mean, you said we cannot, I think people do it,
1: but it's yeah. not healthy. People it, shut down, yeah. especially the painful feelings, right? It's, exactly. You want to not feel them because they hurt. Right. And so when you, when you shut those away, you shut those out, it's something. it's going to create some negative effects somehow.
0: Absolutely. Because like I said, you, if you shut those feelings down, you also cannot feel the happy joyful feelings as well. Let me tell you, this will help feelings come from thoughts. So it's related, right? Related to Mm -hmm. our mind, what we have been thinking. So then the next question would be, where do thoughts come from? So thoughts come from beliefs. Then the next question would be, where do beliefs come from? So beliefs come from, well, it's learned, right? It's been taught. Yes. So one belief, or mainly distorted beliefs, that is not no longer serving us, particularly in cause us pain, would be like I'm not a belief that I am not lovable, okay. or another belief is I am not smart enough. Yes, I am not pretty enough. Whatever beliefs that we have has been taught, right? We learn. We're not born with any beliefs. No, you're they're learned, aren't they? Right. It's either we learn it from our parents or caregivers or our school, meaning our teachers, peers. We have to examine what people or society for that matter is teaching us.
1: Yes. I I think we definitely have to examine that. That's yes. probably gonna require more time than we have today, but
0: Right. Feelings come from a thought. So if I'm thinking that I am not lovable, would I feel good about myself? No. The key here is that the next time when you don't feel good, ask yourself this, what was I thinking? Or what am I still thinking about? Seconds before we feel those feelings, we already had a thought. So are you saying if Let's bring it back to, I
1: guess, the loneliness and aloneness mm-hmm. uh, relating to specifically COVID. Yeah, good. So if, if I say I don't feel lonely, but that doesn't always work, I think. Do you agree? Yes. that can't get
0: rid of the loneliness. You bring up a brilliant point because another <laughs> important thing is to ask appropriate questions. Let me explain further. Maybe I did not do that earlier is that the next time you feel any kind of uncomfortable feelings let's use that example as loneliness how about that so okay. let's say you are you are isolating right you are all alone in your flat wherever it is, you may be but you just feel lonely not yes. alone you feel lonely take a wild guess what would people do normally when they feel uncomfortable some people might drink yes um something that has maybe bring noise Right, distraction it's called. Distraction, yes. Right, to distract them from feeling yes. Feeling. Bad. So what I'm trying to say is before we react, because we have been programmed to do that, that is another tool. Just say to yourself, stop, S-T-O-P. S stands for literally stop. That means don't pick up that remote. Do not switch on the TV. Do not emotional eat. Do not pour yourself another glass of wine. Just stop. After Mm -hmm. you stop, take a few deep breaths. Breathe. And Mm -hmm. then take a step back. I don't mean literally. That means (coughs) detach yourself from the situation. Yep. You with me so far? So Uh the T is to take a step back. Take a few breaths. By then, you already have calmed your nervous system a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then all is to observe yourself. Remember last week we talked about to take active time to examine our thoughts? Yes. That is the time to do it. So observe, hey, what is going on here? And look inside and look into your body. Okay, where is this loneliness? Is it lodging in my, in my stomach or is it lodging in my heart? Or is it lodging in my throat? Where is it? Observe it. And then P stands for apply passion. Passion, meaning love yourself by basically saying it's okay. Feel your feelings like at any given time, feel free to talk to your emotion. Please loneliness. I feel you, I feel lonely. What are you trying to tell me? And then don't make up stories, right? Don't make anybody an answer. You just stop. you could ask the question, but you don't need to have an answer. And then you just be still and just feel it for a little while. I guarantee you when we make time to feel our feelings, it will subside. Why? You cannot heal what you cannot feel.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. That makes sense. So if you don't feel those feelings, sorry to say, you won't be able to heal it and that is one way of processing emotions and that unfortunately there's no shortcut that is just no shortcut you have to feel it you cannot go around it you cannot go over it under it you can only go through it
1: i like that it's like um i when i was going to therapy many years ago mm. i was drinking quite a bit because mm. i obviously had emotions and feelings that I didn't want to deal with and I was using that to cover them up yeah and I was trying to find a therapist and I'd gone to this therapist and I really liked her but she told me the very the, what you have to do before you come to your first session is you have to agree to stop drinking okay. I said I'm not prepared to do that and she goes well then I can't treat you because we cannot get to your true core of what's going on with you while you're drinking. Because as you just said, it's like a band aid. you just keep covering up and covering up. And she described it as an onion that we have to peel away the layers to get to what is really going on there. I I wasn't prepared to do that at that stage. um, And she said, well, I'm sorry, then I can't treat you. So I walked away until I was prepared to face myself and face uh, what was really going on with me. Of course, I could never get to a healthy spot, a healthy place.
0: Right. The core of it to excavate what is really the cause of the pain. Does it make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes, yeah, for me, it makes a lot of sense. And I hope that makes sense to our listeners as well.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it, it will. Okay. So, anytime that you feel uncomfortable feelings, just stop. And then use those times, right? What did I say? Stop is literally stop. And then yes. T is to take a few deep breaths, yes. right? Take a step back. O is to observe yourself and say, observe. hey, what's going on? And then mm-hmm. to apply passion. How? That means to love yourself, to allow yourself to feel the way that you feel and then examine what your thoughts are. And then if you have enough time, find out what are the beliefs that lead you to those thoughts? that lead you to those uncomfortable feelings?
1: Well, I'm definitely going to use this, um, probably today, good, when I feel (laughs) lonely, or when I feel um, a little bit down or discouraged, because we're still in stage four lockdown. And who knows when it's going to end, I
0: think I will definitely be able to apply stop to And that's a thought, you just mentioned a thought. (laughs) Do do, do you hear what you just said is that who knows, when that's going to end, that's a thought. (laughs) It's a negative thought. Exactly. And that will bring you down. Yeah. Well done. We could also flip it, flip it, meaning flip that thought. So why don't we do that right now to help you? For example, you said, Oh, who knows when it's going to end, right? Did you say something like that? Yes, I did. Okay. So think flip that thought to, to be positive. That will, that will help you feel better. Okay. I could say we are five, almost five
1: weeks into our six-week lockdown where it's nearly over. Exactly. And that feels much better to say that. See, immediately, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. And you take time to examine your thoughts then you will know where all those feelings come from. It's, it's definitely been helpful
1: to me. Good. And I hope that some of our listeners can get
0: also get something out of what we've talked about today i hope so too uh, looking forward to a uh, next wednesday and we'll connect with our listeners that sounds good it's been uh, it's been a good chat great connect next week bye bye